Christ Church, New Malden, 20th of December 2020. Stephen Kurt speaking at the Carols by Candlelight service. Well, it was November 1942. The Second World War had been going for three long years, and for much of the time, with the odd exception, it was consistently bad news for people in Britain as they coped with the bleakness of rationing, air raids, the threat of invasion, and worst of all, the loss of friends and family killed during the war. But then news came of a decisive victory, a decisive victory in the North African desert near a little railway station called El Alamein. Now the strategic importance of Alamein compared to the significance of Russia's war against Germany shouldn't be exaggerated. But news of that victory was a sign to the people of Britain that the tide was turning. And it was for that reason that the Prime Minister Winston Churchill ordered that church bells throughout the country, silent since the start of the war because of the need to warn of invasion, should be rung out in celebration. And he spoke those famous words, saying, This is not the end. It is not even the beginning of the end, but it may be the end of the beginning. And that is how quite a lot of people may have felt recently. 2020 has been a really tough year, hasn't it? With COVID-19 bringing the bleakness of isolation, economic hardship, huge impact upon mental well-being, and supremely the enormous tragedy of personal loss. But then just a few weeks ago, we heard news of a decisive victory in the fight against coronavirus, in the success of those developments of a vaccine. And while people are still exhausted from the previous eight or so months, still worried about COVID, and in many cases still grieving the loss of precious loved ones, it came as a massive sign of hope, didn't it? Not because COVID-19 has gone, but because the end is finally in sight. Up to that point, coronavirus seemed to be winning, but those vaccine trials, they changed that perception. And it's a sign to us of how important hope is. Many of us now feel that we can cope much better with a scaled down Christmas and some tough months afterwards, because ultimate victory over coronavirus is now in sight. And in some ways, it's perhaps God-given that Christmas this year is occurring when it is in the story of COVID. That might strike you as a really strange thing to say, given the limitations imposed upon us this Christmas, the limitations upon our ability to see friends and family with the freedom that we would wish. And of course, all of that is true. But it can also perhaps help us to see something more clearly this year about the nature of Christmas than we have before. Something more relevant than ever during a year of such hardship, such bleakness and loss. Namely how Christmas represents, while not the end of evil within the world and all of its impact, the decisive beginning of its end. You see, before the coming of the first Christmas, God's people had been through a dreadful time. 
God had chosen the people of Israel to be his answer to a messed up world. And the people through whom that messed up world would somehow one day be rescued and blessed. But as the story of Israel developed, that started to look rather like a sick joke. Not least because the very people that God had chosen turned out to be just as messed up as the rest of the world. And in consequence, Israel lurched from disaster to disaster at the hands of a cruel world where the darkness got worse and worse and worse until it seemed almost total. And by the time of the very first Christmas, things really couldn't seem more bleak. A heartless, cynical superpower was in charge of the world in the form of Rome, made worse by all of its glitz and its bling being built upon the evils of oppression and slavery. And below this, a heartless, cynical regime ruled Israel, made worse by its efforts to try and show that it was somehow authenticated by Israel's God. And under this were very ordinary people, only too aware that although they were God's people, their own flaws meant that they were part of the problem, and completely unsure, therefore, of when and how the darkness that surrounded them could possibly come to an end. But the Christmas stories, they showed that that end had begun. There were actually two special babies sent by God who were born at that time. John, who later became John the Baptist, born to the aged Zechariah and Elizabeth, and Jesus, born to Mary. John came to represent the end of the Old Testament era. He was the end of the beginning, as it were. But the coming of Jesus, that was the beginning of the end. Because Jesus came to fulfil those ancient promises that God himself will one day come and rescue his people. And that's why the Christmas stories that we're so familiar with are filled with such hope and such joy. The angels that appear to Zechariah in the temple, to Mary at Nazareth, to the shepherds on the hills over Bethlehem, and in dreams to Joseph and the wise men. Those angels made it clear that God's rescue was finally on its way. That to quote the prophet Isaiah, the people walking in darkness had seen a great light. And it's the arrival of that news of the beginning of the end that enabled Mary to speak and sing as if God had already brought that end in those words that we know as the Magnificat. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, she sang. He has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich empty away. God hadn't done those things yet, certainly in their entirety. But what he had revealed was that with the coming of Jesus, that great victory over evil had begun. It was guaranteed. Mary praised God in this way because she knew that what he was doing in sending Jesus represented the beginning of the end. The definitive sign of God's rescue. The definitive sign of God's reversal of all that was cruel and oppressive and evil in the world was that baby wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in a manger. That's what the coming of God's victory over evil looks like. A tiny, defenceless little baby lying in an animal feeding trough. The good news of a vaccine for COVID, 
like the news of that victory at El Alamein during the war, can therefore provide us with the strength that we need to get through the remainder of this time that the virus is still with us, and to help us get through as well the consequences of that tough post-Covid era that seems likely to follow. But the really vital beginning of the end, and therefore the real source of hope and therefore joy and strength for us to face the ongoing battles of life, lies in what we're celebrating in this carol service. The decisive arrival of God's rescuing powerful love in the form of this baby, born at the first Christmas and placed in a manger. The arrival of Jesus to bring God's light into a world of darkness, that's the real source of the hope that we need and therefore the joy and the strength that we can have and not least which provides us with purpose for our lives as through following the Jesus that God sent 2,000 years ago we too can shine for God through our lives by sharing his love with the world with the flaws that we have forgiven because of Jesus our lives can be part of shining God's light in the world and becoming part of God's solution to a dark and hurting world. And that's because the Christmas story is all about the beginning of the end. The beginning of the end of evil and its grip over this world. <laughs>